This episode of Inch to Real is brought to you by Fraser and Associates. For the individuals looking for legal representation for any type of legal matter and do not know where to start, Fraser and Associates now offers a free legal referral service for everyone. At Fraser and Associates, we listen to your interests and concerns and connect you with the perfect professionals to fit your preferences, including your budget, time, and hassle of searching for a lawyer, and does so at no cost to you. If you're in need of a legal professional to talk to, visit FraserLegalGroup.com and hit the Get Started button and get help to resolve your legal matter. Talking in the streets, but they don't say the real. We really debate in the industry and what the six of feel. Cold shoulders turn to open arms when you on for real. Ain't no strangers to the bricks. Now let's build something for real. It's too real, real, it's too real. Yo, what's going on everybody? It's your boy E. It's too real. We back. Oh man, um, I guess we are in the after football era, you know what I mean? Football's done, you know what I mean? So that always marks a good time where All-Star Weekend's coming up. Um, that means spring's coming, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to pass on Super Bowl like it wasn't dope, you know what I mean? Um, shout out to the Eagles, man. No, shout out to the Patriots too, man. Um, that game was, that was a good game. Uh, I'm thinking back on, you know, I'm not the biggest football guy, but I'm thinking back to the other Super Bowls that I've seen. Uh, the one where um the Seahawks threw it instead of running it, I remember that it was it was a decent game. Pit the Hawks, I mean not Hawks, the Atlanta Falcons game last year wasn't too good. Like they was up, and then it was good seeing Brady come back. But this game was an offensive game. You know what I mean? I don't know football to be this offensive. Like this shit was just touchdown after touchdown, offensive play after offensive play. It was a good game, man. Um. Yeah, man, and the city of brotherly love, the Philadelphia Eagles won, you know what I mean, for those that's living under a rock. Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought it was a good game, man. Like, I see a lot of excuses right now. People, oh, but you know, man, Brady's 41. What do you expect from him? Hey, man, if he would have won, y'all would have been like, yo, that nigga 41, he's the greatest. But I, was, I think he did his thing too, man. It's a, it's a competitive game, and football is, like I always say, it's one and done. You know what I mean? Maybe the Eagles couldn't beat the Patriots out of seven or best of seven series, but that would have to be played over like um, three months. You know what I mean? These guys got to heal up and shit. But, yo, Nick Foles, I got to tip tip my hat to him. You know what I mean? I know his name now. I think a couple episodes ago, I didn't know who he was. You know what I mean? Didn't really know too much about him. Uh, yo, he's, he's fucking efficient, man. From what I saw... He's efficient. No, no, you know, they say Super Bowl is supposed to bring pressure, you know, and pressure makes burst pipes, but he was cool, calm, collective, man. I got to give it up to that quarterback. Um, even, you know, like we all saw that play where he actually went for the touchdown himself, you know, but when he caught the ball, I should say. Um, yo, he was just poised out there, man. I got, I like his style, man. And um, I thought he wasn't on the contract, but I guess he has one more year under his contract, you know what I mean? Hey man, and everybody's saying um it's Carson Wentz team. You know what I mean? Um, regardless that they were already doing it, think Carson Wentz was gonna be the MVP, so it's his team. So Nick Foles is kinda like surplus. So they might as well trade him, you know what I mean? Like it's not it's not gonna be a beef, like you know, no no disrespect, it's all love. Believe me, you know what I mean? I know the organization appreciates him, the city appreciates him, but as far as for a better move for both of them, like you know what I mean, he can have his own team. Um, 
you know, try to make some money and they can also get some assets. You know what I mean? So I think they should start looking, you know what I mean? Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy all this part. But right now, don't forget about the business. You know what I mean? Because the Patriots might be there again next year and you got to tool up. But, yo, shout out to Nick Foles. Shout, shout out to the Eagles, man. You know, it's always good when I saw, like, the Philadelphia's been, you know, they had, they've been going through their curses as far as sports. Yo, they looked cra- They looked happy as hell, man. I saw, like, the, um, it wasn't even the parade, but just people in the street. I don't know what street they was on in Philly, but it was packed. And it was cold. You know, it's cold outside. They just looked happy as hell, man. Um that's that's what's up, man. I would love for that to happen for the city of Toronto. Like I, I never experienced that feeling of like a whole city coming together. I'm like, oh damn, we did something. You know what I mean? But uh yeah, man, that's shout to shout to Philly. Um another thing I just want to say is like, yo, it's just it's just sad that, you know, Carson Wentz obviously is a better player, but he may never ever win a Super Bowl for for Philly. You know what I mean? He may just be that guy that just keeps killing it in the regular season and then always gets, you know, and coming up short. I hope that's not his, you know, his future. I wish him the best. But, you know what I mean, he'll always have that ghost, that shadow of like, yo, yo, you you cool, but you remember what Nick did? You know what I mean? Nick's going to be like, you remember what Nick did? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, shout out to them, man. That was actually a good game, man. Um, if the NBA football wasn't played on the same day as, as the NBA, NBA I, I might watch more of that shit. You know what I mean? But... Shout out to them. Um, breaking news, man. I know this is not breaking news because this is old news when y'all are hearing it, but I'm actually shocked. I didn't think Kylie Jenner was pregnant. You know what I mean? She was actually pregnant. Congrats to her. She had a child. You know what I mean? She had a daughter with Travis Scott. I was just one person that just didn't believe her. I'm just like, yo, why would she just not like come out? Like, Why is she just taking pictures and being edited out or just doing all this random stuff? I'm like, if you're pregnant, you're pregnant. Like, You're going to show one day, but... She really want, like, as much as, I don't know, I don't know, I don't want to just uh, judge anybody, but c- congrats to her, you know what I mean? I didn't think that she would do that, I mean, I thought that if she was to have a kid, it would, like, fuck up the whole storyline, but, hey, man, you gotta forget, I, sometimes I, I forget these people have real lives, you know what I mean? I would just thought, like, yo, she's young, that would just fuck up, you know, whatever she's got going on, at least Kim and Chloe, they can say they're washed, like, they're in the 30s, you know what I mean? They it's appropriate for them to want to be parents and stuff, you know what I mean? But her being young, I just didn't see it. But, you know, that shit must be eating Tiger alive. Like, fuck. Eating Tiger alive. Like, because he must have got her pregnant a couple of times, you know what I mean, when they was together. But she was just probably like, nah, you're not the one. I'm not going to do that for you, man. Like, she, she really sized him up. She like, Travis got hits. Travis got... Credits, Travis got publishing, he's wrote records, you know what I mean? He's produced hits. She's like, yo, this ain't a one-man army. We gonna, we gonna be good for life, you know what I mean? She's like, yo, shit. Tiger must he must, be, he must be crushed. He must be hurt. She probably told him, yo, I want to have a baby at 27 type shit. You know when bitches be lying like that? Be like, yo, she told me she didn't want to have kids. She probably, that's crazy, son. He must, he must feel away. He, I remember the time he went on Snapchat. I was like, yo, that's my baby. You nigga, you, damn, son. But yo, shout out to them, man. I, I, you know, I don't really pay too much attention to the Kardashian, Jenna clan, whatever, but I would love to see the developments of how this is all working out. You know what I mean? And the dynamic of this family is just insane. Like, I don't know if when they were growing up, they really, like, imagined or even, like, you know, planned out, say, yo, 
when they were talking about, oh, we're going to have a family, we're going to be a big family, did they all really envision that it was all going to be from niggas? Like, this shit is crazy. Armenia, bro. Like, I would love to know if Armenian women really fuck with niggas like that. Like, because this shit is nuts. Like, Chloe's, Chloe's having a baby right now. Kim just had a third from the surrogate. You know what I mean? Um, then, you know, Kylie just had hers. And it's like, I don't know. Kendall is dating Blake Griffin. He's a little light. You know what I mean? So I don't know if, if she's trying to get with, have a baby by him. But it's just crazy. Like, I don't know if this was the plan. But whatever it happened, happened. Like, they are black. Like, this, the new generation of Kardashian, Jenners or whatever, West, I don't know, Scots, whatever they going to be. They're going to be black. Like, Rob wouldn't have had a black baby. Like, this shit is... this. I don't even know if... Does mainstream America claim them? Or or the, are, are the Kardashians popular in black culture? You know what I mean? Like, I know everybody watches the show on E! But I just... I wonder if what the white people are thinking right now. The people that really looked up to these... Like, the white people that were like, Yo, Kim's is this and that. Like, yo, why are they just with blacks? You know what I mean? I'm wondering that. I'm not wondering that. But I'm just wondering if... White people wondering that because it's like the whole damn family besides Courtney, you know what I mean? And Scott's out here. Scott, I see a shout out to Scott, man. I see Scott video Scott in Toronto throwing pouring champagne on some thoughts. Like, yo, he's living his best life, you know what I mean? With Nicole, um, with Lionel Richie's youngest daughter, I believe. That, yo, their life is a movie. These guys live a movie life, man. But yo, once again, shout out to them, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know what Tiger's got to do to rejuvenate his career, man. Um, he might as well get black, get back with Black China. Like, she's more popping than him right now. I just don't know what he could do um, to get back out there. You know, I see him. He he keep a bad bitch with him. You know, what I mean, I can't lie. He always keeps a bad bitch. But like, is he really just um, news of yesterday? You know, what I mean, is Tiger really just gonna be like a face? And I would hate to say even compare him to Bow Wow because Bow Wow is like done a lot of shit you know what I mean he's done a lot of shit but Tiger hasn't really um, done as much as Bible but they're both kind of like washed right now it's like I feel I don't know I hope I hope, I wish you the best for those brothers man um, Birdman and ARAB made a bet like that is when I saw that I was like this this is the one of the most funniest things I've ever seen um, you have somebody who claims the top goon of Philly you know what I mean not claims that he is you know what I mean people nobody disputes that and then you got the top, the top jack boy of all labor artists, you know what I mean? Like, they made a bet basically um, for the Super Bowl game. ARAB made a bet with, the bet started out at, at, out at 100,000. Um, ARAB from Philly bet on the Eagles and then Birdman bet on the Patriots as the game's progressing, you know what I mean? Um, they keep anning up, you know what I mean? It went from 100 to 150 and then to, by the end of the game went to 200,000. ARAB wins the, the bet, you know what I mean? He makes his video, and he's like, yo, I'm going to get paid, you know what I mean? Birdman going to pay me. He's been an honor, honorable guy with me. So I'm hoping to see the video of ARAB holding the cash, and he got this from Birdman. Like, I, I, at best, he's going to get a recycled Lil Wayne feature, man. That is it. Like, he's going to get an old verse from 09, you know what I mean? When <laughs> when Lil Wayne was at his best, you know what I mean? When that those those wild flows, he's going to get that to ARAB. He ain't giving nothing. Birdman ain't paying. And if if Birdman would have won, ARAB wasn't paying. So it was just like, did they just say, yo, let's just do this, you know what I mean? Let's just both get our clout up, you know what I mean? You can use me, I can use you to do this. Let niggas know we still balling. Because 
That 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 when I heard that bet, I was just like, this this doesn't even sound right. Um, you know, it's 2018, and we still, you know, we still we still got these weird ass people that just self hating people. You know, what I mean, people that hate themselves. Like, I feel like we should go back and investigate what the hell was going on on that those Disney sets, man. Like, um, what's it called? We we got Orlando Brown. Um, from that's a Raven, you know what I mean? Because I'm talking, I'm gonna talk about Raven right now, and I think we got Corey, the fat boy, the kid. He, I think he got beat up by a little twist. I don't know what he was doing around them. He got like kidnapped and robbed some shit. And then we got Raven, who just went from being literally somebody in the black culture from like, we seen her. Now I didn't, I wasn't alive when the Cosby Show was out, man. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. <laughs> but I watched them as I grew up. I seen her on Fresh Prince, you know, episodes when she was a kid, like. People love this girl. So for her to just turn and change into this, like she hates her own kind and it's so weird, man. Like it's so weird. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what, what happened to Raven, but there was a basically, there was a picture of, um, you know, at the I think it was the Rock Nation brunch, you know what I mean, of Jay-Z, T.I., um, Yo Gotti, all those guys. And some guy named Speech, you know what I mean? I don't. I really don't know who he is, but... He he. His caption was a group of so-called successful black men, in, in um, in brackets minus Khaled racially, who became rich and famous from perpetuating the worst black stereotypes to the ears and eyes of the whole planet, like drug dealing, pimping, murdering other black men, and disrespecting black women. I know making observation is being a hater. Cheers. And then you have Little Raven who puts up the post and then wears um you know has two emojis there. Three emojis, and basically, she's just trying to basically enforce what this person is saying. And you know, she's been a person that people have seen her colors over the light. Um, I remember her saying she doesn't like names like the Shaniqua and all those adjectives. She doesn't like really like black names. She she got into um, a little uh, issue with that on her little show she's on. Not little show. I think it's a pretty big show, but. It's just like, I don't know where, where she went wrong. And, you know, these guys, like, this is Jay-Z in these pictures. You have guys that are donating. You got Pharrell. You got all these guys. Um, Swiss Beats, who's who's giving back constantly, who just got his degree at Harvard. You know what I mean? Uh, Steve Stout, businessman, you know, shrewd businessman. You know what I mean? He had a little snaky ways to him. Um, a lot of these guys who've turned their lives around, you know what I mean? And she just had the nerve to just pick on them. Obviously, they're living... Yes, music is, you know what I mean, subjective. You may not like all the things they're saying, but, hey, they're telling their truths. You know what I mean? And they're using that as a vice to, to make themselves better. And, and they've all... All these guys in this picture are successful, you know what I mean? And are way past any of that shit they rap about. They used to rap about. I don't think any of them are even rapping about half these same things anymore. You know what I mean? So, come on, like... That's, it's just it's just weird to see her always coming at black people, like always trying to find something wrong. It's like I really wonder what got into her. You know, what I mean, she I'm sure her life was great. She grew up in a from a, being a child star her whole life and just you know maneuvering through the, the Hollywood business. So and having her own show, Cheetah Girls, being like she's rich as hell. You know, what I mean, so I don't get why she doesn't understand where these people came from the hood where they didn't ask to be, you know what I mean? They they were in poverty. They couldn't get jobs. Like, there are circumstances to a lot of these things. And once, it's not like they're still doing it. Like, you know what I mean? Once they found a better way, they chose to do something else, you know what I mean? And, and elevate. So it's like, damn, Raven. Like, she she she's just so weird, man. And I, I'm just waiting for the day, man. I'm waiting for the day 
you know, like I don't want to. I'm, yeah, I'm wishing it, man. I'm waiting for the day where the where they just turn their back on her and she just realized, holy fuck, I'm not white. Like you know what I mean? I'm not as privileged. Like I'm still black. Like people still look at me. Yeah, I got all this money and I've been successful. People still look at you, look down on you. You know what I mean? So it's 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 crazy to see Raven feeling like that towards her own kind, man. I don't know if she still keeps in touch with Will, but somebody needs to talk to her. You know what I mean? Bill Cosby, I don't know if you know she's her relationship with Bill Cosby, you know what I mean, but both of those guys, I, it makes sense, kind of makes sense. Bill Cosby was kind of self-hating himself, you know what I mean, so kind of makes sense. But Raven, you got a lot more living to do than Bill, man, so you don't want to be on this earth hating yourself for another 60 years, man, so you need, you need to fix it up, man. Yeah, man, Um, my boy Kodak Black, they got him back in the news now. I don't know if this is good news. But apparently, well, it is good news, but I don't know if it's going to it's gonna mean he's coming home. But um, apparently the judge on his case has been dismissed and has been thrown off all other cases in, in the state of Florida because um, the judge was heard saying some shit like basically that he's going to double up the bonds. You know what I mean? He's going to, anybody in his area, if you live in my neighborhood, he said, I'm going to double your bond. You know what I mean? So basically, which is kind of like a malpractice, he's... It doesn't seem right, you know what I mean? He's trying to make profits and and, um, and unfairly hold people for amounts of money that they may not be able to come up with just for no reason, you know what I mean? So when he actually said this, it was actually recorded and um, the rest of the court heard it and he's been let go. I don't know how, how much that's going to affect Kodak, you know what I mean? As far as his case, there was a gun in his house, you know what I mean? There was weed in his house, there was a minor in the house. So I really don't know how that's going to play out, you know what I mean? But... I've, uh, I'm kind of like at a place where I'm just kind of like sad and disappointed with Kodak, man. Like, I definitely knew that, you know, there was a lot of ignorance to him. And I always said that what, him being on probation would always, just like Meek Mill, it's going to be a, the detriment, you know what I mean? Um, especially when he's going to be on probation and not allowed to smoke weed or do drugs. So I always felt he would violate his shit anyways, you know what I mean? But just the, the constant trouble we, we've been seeing him get in is, is kind of... Just it's just ridiculous, man. I don't know how long he's gonna be here. He's fighting serious cases, you know what I mean. And he just keeps on adding to them, you know what I mean. So I'm hoping he can figure shit out, man. But I don't know. I don't even know if this judge coming off is still is gonna get him home. You know what I mean. It could be good news as far as maybe the judge wasn't wasn't really a good judge for him, anyways. But there's evidence, you know what I mean. So I don't know if, if Kodak's gonna be coming home. Uh, Yo, it wouldn't be 2018 if there was no sexual allegation talks or sexual assault talks. There's a couple cases um going on in the in the in the media right now. Um right now, Quentin Tarantino, director, who every famous director Kill Bill. Um what's that? Pulp Fiction, I I believe. He he directed I think even the Django. You know, he's he's done a lot of classic movies, um a lot of big movies. Um He's under fire right now, you know what I mean? Because I don't know what's going on in Hollywood, man. Morals have gone out the window. In order to create, I'm just under the impression, in order to create something great, you have to have that type of cycle inside of you, that type of, like when you see some of these directors' movies, you kind of might wonder, whoa, he might be actually crazy, right? Or have some sick mind. So I'm going to play the clip of what Quentin Tarantino was actually saying. Um See, I don't understand this. How come Hollywood embraces this madman, this director who raped a 13-year-old? 
He didn't rape a 13-year-old. It was statutory rape. Yeah, all right. All right. Well, that's not quite the same thing. Right? <laughs> Come on. You know what I'm saying? It's not statutory rape. You know, he had sex with a, with a minor. All right, that's not rape. To me, when you use the word rape, all right, you're talking about violent, throwing them down. It's like one of the most violent crimes in the world. You can't throw, you know, throwing the word rape around is like throwing the word racist around. All okay, right, you know, okay. it just doesn't apply to everything that people use it for. All right, you know, he was he was guilty of having sex with a minor. All right. That she didn't want to have. No, that was not the case at all. She wanted to have it. Well, and dated, dated, dated the guy, dated the guy, dated and, and, the and guy. she was thirteen. And found out. Well, you. By the way, we're talking about America's morals. We're not talking about the morals in Europe and everything. Oh. All right. Uh, Wait a second. Morals in Europe, sex in China. With a thirteen-year-old girl, and you're in a grown man. Uh -huh. You know that that's wrong because oh, no, she's giving her booze. And and I'm, not talking, I'm not. Look. She was down with it. Oh, you're oh. crazy. And she's talked crazy. about it. She's talked about it. Oh, now, now she's an adult. So crazy. I, I, I'm, I'm right. She's talked about it since. About no, he, he didn't really do anything to me though. It was a technicality of her being thirteen. All right, man. So, y'all heard that shit, man. So, I don't know. I don't know why he'd even. And this is just where it just shows where his head's at. He's like, he's really there just arguing for a guy that had sex with a thirteen-year-old. When he was a grown man, even though he drugged there. And um, it's just against the law regardless, you know what I mean? But he just mor he morally believes that the guy did not rape her, that the girl was down. So which means his morals kind of reflect that he thinks that it's okay to sleep with minors. You know what I mean? Regardless of the age, as long as they are down with it. You know what I mean? That 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 shit was actually kind of crazy. Just hearing him argue, man, and then like that's just not even the full clip. He just keeps going on saying, if you listen to Roman's story, you would you would hear the truth in it, like that type of shit. I was just like, damn, bro. You know what I mean? Like it's a thirteen year old girl. Like under the law, under the eyes of the law, she's not even allowed to make decisions for herself. You know what I mean? You can't even get your license. You can't buy liquor or cigarettes. So you ain't grown, my nigga. You know what I mean? And even like um, how Stern was trying to say, like. You you would know that she's under like she's underdeveloped and all that stuff, but it all just relies on your morals. You know what I mean? That's that's as as best as I could put it. Cause he sounded very convinced. Like, all right, it wasn't rape; it was having sex with a minor. That as long as she wanted it, you know what I mean? And, uh, I don't know. That's just that's different. You know, that's what Hollywood's about. And then Quentin Tarantino and Harvey Weinstein are also under some. Bad publicity, negativity. I don't know what I don't know what to call this shit. But U U Uma Thurman, um, the actress from Kill Bill, Pulp Fiction. You know the lady with the blonde hair. Um, I didn't notice, but during the filming of Kill Bill, she was um, there was a scene where she had to drive a car, a really fast car, and basically she said she wasn't comfortable doing it. She told them that they should get a stunt double. But Quentin Tarantino and um, Quentin Tarantino, he was the director. He he was he convinced her to do it. Basically, that's that's his side of the story. She said he, she says Quentin Tarantino forced her to to do the scene. Basically, where she ended up crashing, and basically, I feel she, she said she's had a lot of physical trauma and a lot of something's been wrong with her for fifteen years. You know what I mean? Ever since that crash, she can't get over it. And I guess she has a lot of pain and stuff. But apparently, when the crash actually happened. She tried to sue and, you know, get a lawsuit. But Quentin Tarantino, Harvey Weinstein, because he was the one that backed the film, 
and another guy, they um they denied her the footage. You know what I mean? They said she couldn't get this footage for 15 years. She finally got the footage now um, from Quentin Tarantino. I guess he's trying to make things right. He's just, he's, um because he's also saying that it did happen, but not the way she's describing it. She said that he said that they didn't test the road out and he told her it was safe and she believed him and trusted him. But she also, she said they bullied her and said, do it, do it. You know what I mean? But yeah, so she finally gets the footage now, which is kind of sad because she didn't get to sue. I don't know if she could sue now or how that would work, but she finally gets the um, the footage. So she says she has some closure. But she was also sexually assaulted by Harvey Weinstein. Though She said there was an instance where he told her he was in a bathrobe. But this is why I'm just saying these ladies are just, you got to just be firm. You know what I mean? You got to be firm. But the situation was where he was in a bathrobe. They were in Paris. And he she was wearing her Kill Bill outfit, leather boots, leather um, pants, leather shirt. And he told her to come into the sauna. And they were they were in the sauna for a minute. And she just realized, yo, this is just way too hot. She can't do this. And she's like, what are you doing? Why are we doing this? And he just got up and ran out. Um, I'm guessing his tactic there was to just like, not do the sexual assault himself. He was just thinking, all right, the sauna's just, we're in the sauna. She's just hot. She's going to take off this clothes. You know what I mean? But she didn't do that. And then there was a second instance in, um, I can't remember where they was at, in the hotel room. And this is why I'm just saying, it's just unprofessional to be in a hotel room. So, like, you know what I mean? I don't want to, I don't want to, um, I don't want to judge these women, but it's like, are you, are you women that scared to the point where you're like, nah, I'm not coming to your hotel room. Like, I just feel like that's, Every girl on the street, when they know they're not trying to fuck or they know what a nigga's trying to do, they'll just let let you know. Like that's just how we I've seen and dealt with women. I've heard women speak to men all my life or even speak to me and be like, yo, now nah, I ain't coming to your house or whatever it is, or now nah, we ain't do nothing. Like so for her to be in this hotel room, so she she said he threw her down, was trying to take off her clothes, and then he just gave up and told her if she tells anybody, you know, he would ruin her career. Um yeah, man, it's there's a lot going on in Hollywood, man. You, in order to be successful, you gotta, you really just gotta shut up and put up. You know what I mean? It seems like, like that crash shit, like that could have really been her life, and they would have probably just told everybody if she was not alive and she died, they probably would have told everybody, yeah, she agreed to it, um, and it was just a, a technicality as to why she died, and not that it was a stunt and she couldn't control this car because it wasn't a regular car. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a crazy business, man. And I just hope these people get the justice they deserve. You know, um, Quentin Tarantino said that's one of his biggest regrets in his life, that putting her in that car. Because, yo, you don't know what she's actually going through. You know what I mean? And she wasn't able to sue. So that is that is just a heartbreaker. 15 years later, she gets the tape. So hopefully she can do something with it. You know, get a big bag. You know, however Weinstein just got bags to give right now. You know, he, he better get his shit right. Um yeah, man. So hopefully she can get do some shit with that tape, man. It's been fifteen years and she's actually dealing with some shit. Um, but yeah, man, on some on some real positive shit, man. Some something I love talking about, man. Yo, the NBA is NBA is getting as as niggas would say now, getting spicy. This is getting spicy, man. Um Yo, I don't know where to start, man. I'm gonna start with the Raptors. Uh Shout out to the Raptors, man. Shout out to my boy Sneaker Tree. I seen you at the game. Um, yo, the Raptors beat up on the Celtics. That's all. I can't even. I, there's no other way to call it. It was a beatdown. Um, 
no excuses for the Celtics, man. They had, they had all. They knew this game was coming. You know, this this is number one, number two. It was an anticipated game. You know, the Raptors want to show them that they can be, they should be number one. And then the Celtics were supposed to show the Raptors that yo, we're the real number one. You know what I mean? Um, it is just one game, but I can't, I can't help but, but I can't ignore what's going on. I think that in a seven game series, the Raptors probably could beat the Celtics if. If these guys go to a conference finals, or even before that, let's say I don't know how the standings works out, but it just looks like, listen, Kyrie Irving wasn't his best, so I know that there's different dynamic when Kyrie's there. Um, obviously, Marcus Smart was injured, but he's also on the trading block, so I don't know how that's gonna work. But the, the Raptors, when they're playing as a full team, they're hard to beat. Like they really have a 12 man roster. Like they're next man up. Like. The first unit is 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 solid. It's great, you know, Demar Lowry, um, JV, Serge, OG. But that second unit, when Delon Wright and Van Van Fleet come in, they both take turns running the show. They both defend. Um, CJ Miles can stroke it from the three. From like, yo, it, when he gets going, he gets going. Siakam's um, athletic and plays defense. It's just so much. It's just set up so right for the Raptors, man. Like. They have young guys that are hungry, have energy, and they really those guys really make the most of those minutes. So it's like that's what everybody was banking on for the Celtics early in the season that they had such a good bench and their bench was so strong. But man, Fred Van Fleet, I gotta give it up to him, man. He's really a gem. Like he's a diamond in the rough. Um, you know, when Masai let Corey go, he really knew what he was doing. Like, he knew what he was doing. Like, for less money, you got the same light skin type nigga. You know what I mean? But this one this one can ball better. You know, no disrespect to Corey. Van Fleet really knows how to pass, defend. He just got a good motor. And then DeLon Wright, athletic, defend well, shoot the three. Like, this, this, is, this, is, this is very deep, man. The Raptors are very deep. I think this is the best Raptor team I've ever seen. I really could say that, like, 12-man roster, like, JV has his nights, DeMar has his nights, Kyle has his nights. This is I'm not used to this, you know what I mean? I'm really not used to seeing a Raptor team that can actually flourish and is consistent, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's nice to see, man. You know, I, I know I, I haven't been a believer in the Raptors, but I believe. Like, this right now, I believe, especially with the way the Cavs are playing, I believe. Um, the Celtics, after that, I felt like the Raptors might have should have even played possum and let the Celtics win that game or be close to that game because I feel like losing that game yesterday is gonna make them put some pressure to get something done in the trade deadline. You know what I mean? They're gonna that game was a measuring stick. Yeah, they've beat Golden State, they've beat um the Cavs, and they're gonna play the Cavs, I think, this week coming up. But when the Raptors did you like that and you're not sure if you're going to be first by the time the season's actually done and the Raptors may have home court advantage. Jesus Christ. Seven-game series is going to be rough unless Kyrie is... Only person, only thing that could win the series for the Celtics is Kyrie Irving. You know what I mean? Because the Raptors really have, I think, 12 better players than the Celtics have. The Celtics do use their 12 players too, man, but if Van Fleet and these guys can keep this up, it's, it's hard. They can defend. They're athletic. It's it's really hard, man. And young guys like that that can just finish out quarters and just it's it's nuts. Um, I don't know. I think Celtics are looking at Tyreek Evans and Lou Williams. 
Lou Williams would be nice, but you know, Adrian Wojnarowski did um, report that the Clippers are are thinking about keeping him and giving him an extension. They might just you know get all the assets they're getting, get DeAndre out of there, and just keep Lou signing to a contract and build. Like he's showing that he's he's definitely um, an elite talent. Um, Cavs, yo, this is really a scary time. I don't think we've ever seen a time in LeBron James' career in his 15 years in the league where he, he just looks human. His team, nobody's afraid of his team. You know, like that narrative where you're playing LeBron, people usually think about that before the game. Like, these teams are not scared. Let me tell you how yesterday during the rap after the Raptors, because the Raptors were beating up on the Celtics. I'm like, I can't watch this anymore. This game's not competitive. So I switched them the channel to the Cavs game and the Cavs were up 21 because their game started at seven o'clock. So I was watching. It was from the second quarter, second half. I mean, for the first half, they was busting the Magic's ass. Like it looked like the Cavs were trying to find it, find their way again. And second half comes and it's just the lead just starts to, they start chipping away at the lead. They start chipping away at the lead. Um, That 21 point lead now turns into a tie game. Then we get into the fourth quarter where up until three minutes into that fourth quarter, the Magic went on a run that could have, I think it was like 18 to four. The Cavs only scored four points in the fourth quarter until they scored five more points after um, after the coach, because Tyron Lue didn't even finish the game with them. He had an illness, which is which is just really just shows what's going on over there right now. But... um. That 18-4 run, when they got LeBron and all the starters out of the game, they scored five more points. Four points in the fourth quarter, and you were up, and you know that this game was slipping away. Like It just looks bad out there, man. Isaiah Thomas is the biggest liability. And I'm telling you, that will, there's going to be a serious problem in that locker room, in that head office in Cleveland, because you cannot let a play. Like, as much as we keep reiterating this, you can, each game and each day more, I'm starting to see it more like you cannot let a guy like Kyrie Irving go a generational player a hall of fame player a champion somebody who's come on man Kyrie Irving you let him go for a guy like Isaiah Thomas yeah you got Jay Crowder in the pick you're supposed to get a lot more you're supposed to get Isaiah Thomas Marcus Smart Jay Crowder you're supposed to open up the chest for for Kyrie Irving because now you're really seeing you got an injured Isaiah Thomas and you and it's like Brad Stevens' system is so good, and he's such a good coach that he really made Isaiah Thomas's defensive liabilities look to a minimal. Yeah, you're like, oh, he's really short, but the scoring he brings, and it's not going to be that bad because he had other guys like Marcus Smart, Jalen um, Brown, and Terry Rozier, and other times when he's on the court defending with him. So his 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 um, rating wasn't that bad. But when he's on the Cavs yesterday, I seen El- Eldridge Payton. Just, just, just running past him, posting him up. Just, yo, he looks making him look like a boy, like, and he was just, yo, Isaiah Thomas is is a liability, man. Like, shout out to my boy Swan, like, because Kyrie was the number one pick, Isaiah was the second, um, was the last pick in the second round, so I think the sixtieth pick, and he was always trying to compare them, and tell me that oh, Isaiah is better than Kyrie, and you know, look at the it, it, come on, like I was seeing it yesterday, his teammates don't want him there. Bro, like LeBron is passionate to this guy. 
open for the three. He's just jacking him up, missing, 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 missing. And then just, he just keeps shooting. Like, he just keeps shooting. There was even a play, he actually successfully ran the play, but there was a part of the play right before the end of the half to go into the halftime. Um, there was like 14 seconds on the clock, and LeBron was about to, like, LeBron wanted the ball to run the last play, and Isaiah, like, waved him off. He did, he did get a dish to Tristan, but it was just like, whoa, you really waving off the king, boy? Like, I'm telling you, um, when you go back, if you look back at early in the season when LeBron was happy, you know, when the trade was done, he was happy because he really thought Brad, um, Isaiah Thomas was going to get him 30 and that he was that good. He was like, yo, we got to integrate, uh, integrate Isaiah. I'm playing 2K so I, with Isaiah Thomas to, to find out how he plays. You know, like he didn't know that this guy really was um, the second round last pick for a reason. Like he, the last two years he's had in 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 um in Boston, yeah, they they were great and a great system with great players on a budding team with all young talent rising. You know what I mean? Then you had Al Horford in the mix. It was it was a better situation than Phoenix and Sacramento and all the places he's been. But for them to put this much faith in him, it was, this is going to be something that we're going to look back on it. And you know, um, they're gonna make a thirty for thirty about the Cavs letting Kyrie go in the Isaiah Thomas season. This is the crumbling of LeBron James. Like I have never seen teams walk into the gym and start talking shit, like dunking on these niggas. Like jo Jonathan Simmons of the Orlando Magic had his career high. Who else had a career high on LeBron the other night? Um, Stanley Johnson from the Detroit Pistons had a career high on LeBron last. On this, so I think like five players have had career highs on LeBron this year. What's going on? Like this is this is it's getting disgusting, man. Um, if the Cavs lose like five more games, they're out. They're out of. They're out of the. They're not going to be in, in in the playoffs. They're not going to be contending. Obviously, they're not going to lose that many games. But they're they yo. It's it's looking it's looking real bad for the Cavs. And the trade deadline is this Thursday. They got to do something. But even even if they do something, what could they do? Right now, all your assets are shit. Like people are looking at your assets, and like, and if you're trying to make a trade, they're like, "What is that going to do for me?" I'm seeing how these guys are playing. I know you don't want them, so it's going to have to be on LeBron to just be like, "Yo, I'm gonna have to snap and get back in a hyper hyperbolic time chamber, and I gotta just put my hat on, and go hard." You know what I mean? I gotta start balling out and just make sure everybody follows. It's going to have to be on LeBron to uplift his game to just an elevate, elevated level where it's just undeniably he's just winning games like he, he did in 2007. You know I mean, with, with, the, with the bums he was playing with, and I get it, he's old, but if he's old, man, he better just wave that no trade deadline. You know, he's saying that he does, he's not going to do that. He's going to stay he, and ride this one out, but you don't want to, you don't want to get embarrassed. You don't want to get eliminated in the Eastern Conference Finals or even before then. But then you also don't want to win and then go to Golden State and lose. So it's just like this. I don't want to say it, man. I'm hoping it's not. I'm hoping LeBron can show us it's not. But this really may be the end of the LeBron James era. Like it really may be because Celtics are coming. Raptors are coming. Um, Giannis is coming. There's a lot of guys coming right now. And then it's just like, bro, where can you go next year? Like where can LeBron go next year to be comp to be competitive? Nowhere. Nowhere that nowhere that he's not gonna go and look like yo he's just chasing rings. Like you go to Houston, eh, it could work out, but 
still, that legacy, it's not going to be your team Harden's budding. He's going to be the reigning MVP. So he's going to be that nigga. It's just not, it's, it might be the end of, it might be the end of the LeBron James era. And I'm hoping he can prove us wrong. You know what I mean? Um, bro, the Thunder just smoked the Golden State Warriors in Golden State. And that is one of the hardest things to do, man. So I got to give my, tip my hat to the Thunder, man. Um, look, man, Paul George and Russell Westbrook, I'm telling you, they got to stay together. They have to stay together. Obviously, it didn't work with KD and, and, and Russ, and KD is a better player than Paul George. But what happens here right now is that I kind of feel, I believe Paul George knows Russ is better than him, and he's accepted that. And he's like, yo, this is Russ's team. But I'm gonna get mine. We both gonna we both gonna ball out, and they are yo, they're a perfect match, man. They're a perfect combination for each other. Both Cali dudes, both aggressive, both have confidence out out the roof. Both can play play defense, man. Paul George is the number two option is is a scary thing to have. When you have Paul George as your number two option, that means your first player is great. You have a Hall of Famer, a superstar, uh once in a generation of player like Russell Westbrook is because if you're going to have Paul George and somebody's better than him Paul George is a Hall of Fame type player so it, it works out well um yo it's, I, I don't, I don't want to get gassed man to say that the Thunder can beat the the Warriors in a seven game series because anything's possible the, wonder, the, the Thunder can beat the Warriors in a seven game series but yo what they did last night they executed man they executed straight from the jump. Like Russell Westbrook set the tone, and the guys followed. Man, like I, I, I'd even, I'd even say this. Like the, the Oklahoma City Thunder beat the Golden State Warriors without Carmelo Anthony in the lineup. Melo was out out of the lineup probably from the first first quarter. He tripped over Steph's ankle, turned his ankle. He tripped over Steph, turned his ankle, and now he was out for the game. But that didn't stop them, man. Yo. Stephen Adams had three fouls, but that didn't st- like three fouls in, in the in the first in the first quarter. That didn't stop them. Like that didn't stop them. You know what I mean? Like these guys were balling their ass off, and I gotta get tip my hat to them, man. Um, Paul George had 30, 38 points, five rebounds, six steals, man. He's definitely right now the leading candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, with Robeson out, which for the season, which is gonna hurt, and I mean. That definitely hurts their chances of, of winning a championship because if you have Paul George, who's playing great defense, Russ playing great defense, and Robertson, then you have three guys who can stop, at least minimize what Clay, KD, and Steph can do. But right now, Paul George is just doing it, man. Like, I don't, I just don't know. I just don't know. Yesterday, he guarded Draymond, he guarded KD, he guarded Steph, he guarded Clay. Like, what? What are we like this? This guy is this guy is fucking he's legit, man. Like all he really needed was to play with a nigga that can ball with him, man. And yo, Paul George is showing it. Like, I don't I, this is his coming out party, man. I guess it was his coming out party when he played LeBron again in the finals, in the Eastern Conference finals in the playoffs, but shot eleven of twenty three yesterday, six of eleven from three. Um it was just a great game, man. Russ, thirty four, nine and nine, thirteen of twenty six. Yo, it was a great game. Like I that was that was that was great to see. Paul George dunking on Saza. I just thought once Melo went out and because it's the Warriors that you're always just expecting one of those late rallies. Um I can't lie, this year Golden State hasn't been themselves. You know, Houston's beat them, a couple of teams have beat them, Celtics have beat them. But you know, 
I don't. I, I'm not. I never played competitive sports at that level. So when you hear commentators that played in the game, I just take their word for it when they say stuff like, you know, the Warriors are bored. This is their fourth year going to a, um, trying to go win a championship. You you lose your competitive edge and stuff. So I'm gonna give them that. But I expected better from um, from Clay from from Steph. Durant was yo. Durant's always gonna be a fish. Eight to fourteen, he did his thing. You know what I mean? Like he had thirty three points, but it was just a. Uh, it was an iffy game from Draymond. Draymond got ejected. Like it was just a very, very up and down game. But it was, it was you got to give that to the Thunder because they just set the tone immediately. It was, it was just Russ setting that tone aggressively. Oh man, oh man, Russ was on some shit yesterday. Stephen Adams, like yo, the Thunder have it, man. I don't think they have enough assets to make a trade for Thursday. But if they were to add something to this team without losing. You know, the core group of guys, um, Houston is playing well. You know, he's he's replacing Robeson off the bench. Um, he's definitely playing well. But if they could add something to this team, man, they would be really legit. But they just need to be consistent. Like, it seems like they get up for all the big games. Like, when they play Houston, they get up. When they when they play um, Cleveland, they get up. When they play Golden State, they get up. But they need to get up for all the games. Like, they can't be losing to, to, to Philly, to teams like that. You know what I mean? To Denver. Um, but yo, this is the Western Conference playoffs is gonna be very, 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 very legit and very scary. And I gotta give it up to Paul George once again because yo, we saw what Paul George was doing in the East and we knew he was a great player, but yo, he's doing this in the West now. Like niggas gotta give it up. Like when you when you were guarding niggas in the East and they're saying you're saying you're nice, um, you're great defensively. But if you can go to the West and really guard the monsters in the West night after night, man, he needs all the credit. He needs all the credit. Him and him and Russell Westbrook are a great match. And I feel maybe with Durant leaving Russ, he got a more understanding that he can't just do it himself and he needs to be a better teammate. And yo, man, him and Paul George, I would love to see Paul George stay with the Thunder. You know what I mean? I would hope and Melo can be healthy and get back. And yo, this team could... They could do something, man. They could really do something. If if the Warriors are really off their pivot right now, they need something to shake something up. They need to shake something up because they did not look like themselves yesterday. You know what I mean? And there's been a couple times they lost to Utah by probably like thirty last um last week. It's been a couple times, but they can also turn on that switch. I definitely believe they can turn on that switch. I've seen that with the Raptors. I've seen them with the Celtics that other game. So. You know what I mean? I'm never right now the Golden State Warriors ever. But that was a great performance by the Thunder, man. That was a great game on TNT. Um, TNT kind of dissed by not putting the Raptors and Celtics game on. They had the Wizards and Philly game. Like, I get it. I'm sure the schedule was made before Kyrie Irving was traded to the Celtics. And, you know, they didn't know what the Raptors were going to be like. And they expected John Wall to play. But, yo, man, with the Cavs being this the way they are, they really got to switch up this national TV game thing. I heard the, the commentators even saying it. During the game yesterday, it's like, yo, they don't even know about Toronto. You know what I mean? Because in the States, they don't show our games unless they're playing that particular team. So we definitely got we got to do something about that. The league has got to do something about that because this this is one of the best cities in the world. And we're definitely not showing as far as our team, too. So, hey, man. Um, sad news, too, man. Kristaps Porzingis tore his ACL. He dunked on Giannis, came down, and just... And just tore his leg, man. And that's the thing about these big guys. We've been people were fearing this for 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 Porzingis for a while. Like they said, he just looks so stiff. Like you know, a Manute Bowl type nigga. 
Like he just looks so stiff, just looks so long, and just it's just hard to it's hard to just move. He's not mobile enough. And damn, he came down on his leg. Uh looking like he may be out for the season, man. Um yeah, I don't know. That's bad news for the Knicks. I guess back to the lottery for them. You know, um, maybe they can breathe, uh, add something to this team they got going here. But it's sad, man. You know, hopefully he can come back and come back as the same player he was. But those ones, those ACLs, man, Derrick Rose, he can tell you about that, man. Jabari Parker, he can tell you about that. So there's a lot of guys in the league that have had that, and they don't come back the same. So hopefully Porzingis can come back the same. Um, that's a blow, man. And that's a blow for Team LeBron. Like, LeBron picked his all-star team. Kevin Love went out. DeMarcus Cousins went out. Porzingis went out. A lot of niggas went out. John Wall went out. Like, his team's looking real thin. Like, niggas, niggas is getting injured because they don't want to play. They don't want to play with LeBron so bad. Like, they just like, fuck it. We just getting injured. We don't want to play with LeBron. Nobody want to play with LeBron right now. But I think this could be one of the uh, most active and remembered trade deadlines ever in the NBA. A lot of teams know that they're not going anywhere, and they just might—they might as well just blow it up. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't know if the Cavs have what it takes. I don't think they have what it takes. Even, even though they have a draft pick, like I don't know. I don't know what they could pull off. You know what I mean? They should also trade their draft pick because they might—they might be in the lottery next year too. The way they're playing. Um, but I could definitely see the Celtics getting better, and you never want to put anything past Masai. No, I know this team is doing well, but you never want to put anything past Masai. Maybe he can find something for Bruno Boclo, you know, <laughs> get that guy out of here and pull, you know, pull something. Um, I can see the Celtics tooling up. I don't know if the Wizards could tool up, but you know, Kemba. There's a lot of um, talk about Kemba Walker getting traded. Um, Milwaukee needs some stuff. Um, yeah, maybe the Knicks. Now that Porzingis, I just want want to just blow up some of the shit they got going on there. It's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. Like, teams like Indiana want to get better. It's going to be interesting. So, um, yeah, man. Let's let's just let's see what happens Thursday. But you already know what it is, man. It's your boy, E. It's, it's too real. I just want to thank y'all for listening, man. Real shit. And God bless y'all. Enjoy y'all week. And yeah.